This is Planning for Tomorrow in the 256 with Aaron Howard from Cloud Financial. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Aaron provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Planning for Tomorrow in the 256 with Aaron Howard. Hello and welcome back to Planning for Tomorrow in the 256. My name is Aaron Howard with Cloud Investments. And if you'd like any more information about what you hear today during the show, just give us a call at 256-715-0094 or you can visit us online at cloudfinancial.com. And while you're there, go ahead and click on the radio page and check out our past shows and you can subscribe to future shows on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And now it's time to welcome my co-host, Tony Shore. How are you today, sir? I am great today. Had a great week. And thanks so much uh, for having me on the show, Aaron. Uh, I'm really excited about this one. And yeah, I've been really busy, but you know, uh, it goes by too fast, really. It does. Um, It really does. Well, um, I'm excited too, Tony. Today we're talking about the market and uh, we're actually looking at the bear market specifically. So after all, um, no bull market lasts forever, right? Well, that's true. Uh, that's true. Uh, and uh, I know that you wanted to talk about the markets. I mean, we're not really in a bear market yet, but um, you know, no bull market lasts forever. But uh, what exactly is a bear market? What are you talking about there? Well, if we're going to define it by investopedia.com, <laughs> a bear market is a condition in which security prices fall and widespread pessimism causes the stock market's downward spiral. Although figures vary, a downturn of 20% or more over a two-month period is considered an entry into a bear market. So we can look back to October 19th, 1987. Um uh, a terrible day, often referred to as Black Monday, and uh, that's a very well-known example of a bear market. Uh, on that day, the stock market actually plummeted all over the world, not just in the U.S., and as cited in the Street.com article, what was Black Monday and what has changed since then? The stock market fell 22.6%, and that was the largest single trading session fall in history even larger than the stock market crash in 1929. So it actually took the stock market about two years uh, to return to the level that it was before Black Monday. And analysts, of course, aren't expecting a repeat of Black Monday, uh, but it's always important to keep these events in the back of our mind when the markets are performing well, especially. So why is that so important? Well, you know, when things are good, uh, sometimes we we just forget the bad stuff happens, you know, and it's important to remember that bear markets are a, they're the normal part of investing. So if we look at there's a CNBC article, eight things you need to know about bear markets from 1900 through 2013. There were 32 bear markets or one every 3.5 years. And in addition to that, the markets recovered at an average of about 10 months after each correction. Most recently, we experienced a bear market for a period of 17 months, and that was between October 2007 and March of 2009. 
So it's been a while since we've had one. Right. So what exactly leads to a bear market? What are the causes of a bear market? That's a can of worms right there. Yeah, it uh, is. <laughs> there's, um, I, I think I, I spent a whole uh, semester of one of my finance classes at Alabama just, just trying to, to look at what happened at the one in 2008 where we, where we hit that one. But, you know, truly the dips in a market can have many different causes. Uh, we'll just, we'll just go into just a couple of them today. First off, something I think we all kind of know, even if it's not in the forefront of our minds, but economic and geopolitical factors actually weigh pretty heavily on the market's performance. So what that means is things like international policy, regime changes, political violence, and an unexpected election results. And even war can make investors nervous. And anything that makes investors nervous can have an effect on the market. So the causes of bear markets often vary from event to event, but many economic slowdowns usher in bear markets. Does that make sense? Yeah. And when, if we look a little deeper at investopedia.com, there's a bear market entry. And it actually notes that signs of an economic slowdown include things like low employment, uh, shrinking disposable income, weak productivity, and a drop in business profits. So what other factors are out there that can fuel a turn toward a bear market that we should be looking out for? Well, a market correction can easily transform into a bear market due to prolonged periods of investor uncertainty. Bear markets can develop when the market isn't able to support stock prices. For instance, the tech bubble in the early 2000s. Economic and political climates may also sink investor confidence, and that in turn can affect the market. In fact, in uh, December 2018, CNN wrote an article, investors are hypersensitive to politics. In a survey of 1,000 investors, 40% felt that politics were extremely or very important, and 70% of those investors admitted that news headlines regularly influence their investment decisions. And we see this all the time, Tony, with our clients uh, giving us calls or coming into our office and they're asking us questions about politics and they're asking us questions about what's going to happen with elections, et cetera, when those things are, are really hard to quantify, but but it's it's clear that they have an effect. Well, sure. And it seems like there's no shortage then of factors that will feed that bear market, right? Absolutely. No shortage at all. And your retirement is very important. So your financial well-being shouldn't be at the mercy of these inherently volatile markets. Exactly. That's what we want to avoid. And uh, yeah, there should be signs, don't feed the bears, right? Don't feed the bears. But there are a lot of factors out there that can feed a bear market. That <laughs> That's is exactly right. And uh, now uh, let's take a minute here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you because I know you're offering that complimentary consultation, correct? Yes, sir, we are. Um, and just so all our listeners know, if you haven't heard us before, at Cloud Investments, Preparing for your retirement is it's an important part of our financial process, and we actually go through a five-step planning process that, that we believe helps our clients feel safe and secure. And if you, if you want more information about that or if you, have infor if you have questions about what we talk about in the show today, 
feel free to visit my website at cloudfinancial.com or you can give us a call at 256-715-0094 and uh, come in, get to know us, and uh, we'd love to talk to you and help you through your retirement planning process. All right. Well, thanks, Aaron. And listeners, this is Planning for Tomorrow in the 256 with our host, Aaron Howard, and I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And today we're talking about preparing your retirement for bear markets. And in this first segment, you were detailing some of the things that contribute to bear markets. Uh, one of our resources for today is that bear market entry on investopedia.com. And now I know you wanted to talk about uh, the market's different stages, you told me. But a bear market having different stages, that's not something I had thought about before, and I'm sure our listeners probably haven't. What's the first stage? So Investopedia.com notes that the first stage is usually characterized by high prices and strong investor sentiment, maybe something that you wouldn't think. And what investor sentiment means is it's basically just the overall attitude towards a particular market. This phase is going to end when investors start to leave the market and they begin to take their profits with them. The money leaving the market triggers a bear market second stage. So as the prices begin to fall, trading slows down, corporate profit shrinks. Also, previously positive economic indicators begin to trend downwards. And when these factors combine, some investors start to become uneasy and some even panic. This action is defined as capitulation. And capitulation is also called panic selling. Yeah. Well, and that image from that movie, Jerry Maguire, does come to mind when you think of a sell-off. I, I picture, um, or that movie Trading Places, actually, uh, with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd, mm -hmm. uh, where they're waving the That's papers yelling, one. sell, 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 right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Hollywood often uses this imagery a lot to show panic selling, and I, I think that's a great depiction there. Um, and that panic selling leads us to the bear market's third stage. In this, uh, in this stage, we see spectators who are willing to take on risk with the hope of profiting when the stock rebounds. And the speculators often have a much shorter investment time frame than traditional investors. The, the speculators start investing into the market and that causes some prices and trading activity to begin to increase. In the bear market's final stage, the stock prices slowly drop instead of dropping quickly. So these lower prices eventually bring investors back and it paves the way to a bull market again. So a bear market basically is a bit like a market correction. Um, what are some of the differences, though, between a, what you call a bear market and what we hear called a correction or a market correction? That's a, a great question, Tony. And uh, there does need to be some clarification there. So a correction is not a bear market and a bear market is not a correction, though they do share some common traits. Corrections provide value investors an opportunity to get into the market. However, because it's difficult to determine the best time to invest in a bear market, they're, they're rarely good opportunities for investors. When you, when you work with a financial services professional, they can make important financial decisions like creating investment plans to help meet your unique situation, but actually timing the market that's not something that you want to that you want to try to to do on your own. 
Right. No, no. I mean, the, the do-it-yourselfers out there, uh, you definitely don't want to try to do it on your own. But the market's currently experiencing a, an extended bull market, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, we're actually experiencing a significant bull market, the longest in history, according to an August 2018 CNBC article entitled, 3,453 days later, the U.S. bull market becomes the longest on record. And we're still going, Tony. It would actually be viewed, in my opinion, as irresponsible uh, to think that this market's going to continue forever. Here we are, a little over a year later, we still haven't seen a true bear market. And the market could continue to trend upwards, but don't be surprised if it's sooner rather than later that the market comes back down to earth. It's times like this that it may be more important than ever to remain committed to your overall investment strategy. It's also important to continue focusing on the medium to long term, not just what other investors are doing this week, month, or even quarter. Yeah. So you want to avoid that uh, shorter time frame that you mentioned earlier that speculators often use. You don't want to be a speculator. No, no, not at all. Um, speculators are looking at a very short time horizon. They want to get in at a low point and then sell quickly when the market turns in their favor. It's a very dangerous game uh, in general and especially for an inexperienced investor to try to chase those returns that an experienced speculator is seeking. With the stock market success in recent years, it's important to remember that there will be bad times in the future because an ebb and flow between good and bad times, that's, that's how the market's always worked. And I like to encourage retirees who have worries about what bear markets can do in their retirement savings to revisit the asset allocations and risk tolerances that we discussed because both are actually going to shift whenever significant life events occur or sometimes when lifestyle changes happen. Right. Yeah. And uh, they do happen. But how can that impact an investor? Well, if you're not properly allocated and a market correction or a bear market hits, or if you've invested more aggressively than is prudent for you, you may have greater exposure once that market downturn begins. And this is, this is why it's an advantage to have someone managing your money for you. At Cloud Investments, our clients take advantage of our risk software to manage their risk tolerance. Okay, so I think this is really good, and I know you have some more you want to talk about, but let's take a, a quick break here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Absolutely, Tony. Um, our goal at Cloud Investments is to pro provide our clients with the confidence that they need, that they'll have a comfortable retirement, and that um, they can count on the money that they've worked so hard for. If you visit my website at cloudfinancial.com or call my office at 256-715-0094, uh, we'd love to set up an appointment with you and, uh, and get to know you a little better. All right. That sounds great. Now, we're talking about bear markets, and we know there's bull markets and bear markets, and bull markets are when the market is up uh, and hasn't had significant drops. Uh, and we're on a very, we're in a record setting bull market, but we've started to see some more volatility. And you've talked to us about how uh, a bear market, when it comes around, can really drastically affect retirement. 
and it can have uh, potentially uh, damaging implications if you're not properly allocated. Um, you also um, mentioned uh, some things, and I know you have a tool there to help your clients measure their risk tolerance. And risk tolerance is important. And uh, you know, there's life events like marriage, family growth, career changes, economics, even politics have to do with your own risk tolerance. But you have a tool you use called Riskalyze. Uh, can you talk to us about that and tell us how Riskalyze can accomplish all that? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the thing that I want to mention here is it seems like you know we're kind of moving away from the discussion on bear markets. But the thing we want to note is that at the end of the day, Tony, you can't control the market. I can't control the market, and our our clients can't control the market, but what we can control is risk tolerance. And so Riskalyze, is, it's a short online questionnaire. It's quick and it clearly assesses your current risk picture. And then it provides you with a roadmap that's designed around those preferences. Once you've received this score, uh, I'll actually begin analyzing how everything in your portfolio is allocated. And then from there, we'll make sure that your assets are properly aligning with that risk tolerance that you tested for. This analysis is a simple way for you to categorize your retirement assets into the different colors of money because we know that different colors of money have different risk levels. We've talked about that before. And then it gives you a thorough solution so that you can see how these assets should be allocated based on your preferences. So you've also mentioned the color of money. Can you talk to me about what does that mean and what are the colors of money? Yeah. So those three colors uh, that we talked about are their red assets. Those are going to be subject to risk. They can lose value, but they also provide growth opportunities. So think stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs. This is money we expect to perform other assets on the long term, but five years down the road, these assets could be up, down, or exactly the same. Yellow money, those are the same as red. They're, that they're subject to risk and can lose value. However, these assets are professionally managed and professional money managers are, are there to help reduce the risk and provide growth opportunities. For instance, our portfolios at Cloud Investments have a tactical component, which allows us to shift some of that red money to green during times of expected economic turmoil. And then finally, we have green money. These assets have a less risk they won't have as much growth potential as other assets, but your money is also less likely to shrink. I like to think of this money as the kind that you know you can count on, and some even have guarantees that are associated with them. So when you take this risk alize assessment, it's a great way to help you see just how much exposure to the market you really want and how much you have, and then quantify that risk with all of your assets using the same software to help you understand your score and your specific risk profile. Sure. Yeah, I think that's really good. Uh, that seems like a good resource. What are some other tips for people who want to build a secure retirement when that bear market is looming on the horizon? Well, Tony, you can start by weeding out investments that lo no longer fit into your long-term investment strategy. Purging some investments can streamline your portfolio. You're trying to avoid an awkward assortment of investments that you can't effectively follow and manage. Well, you you know... Aaron, avoiding awkwardness is one of my personal daily goals. <laughs> uh, that's one of mine too, Tony, but it's good that we're all unique. So just embrace it. <laughs> uh, 
you know, our goal at Cloud Investments is to help our clients accomplish their income goals. They, uh, we provide access to tools that can help them align their risk tolerance and assets. And while it's important to pay attention to the damage that a bear market can inflict, it's also very important to remember what happens after a bear market. For example, over time, stocks have a good chance to recover and you can make back the losses that you suffer during a downturn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've covered a lot of information today, right? Yeah, we really have. We've gone over risk. We've gone over bear markets. We've We've even talked about how awkward we both are. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we can fit anything else today, Tony. Yeah. But yeah, Tony, there are a lot of, of things that affect bear markets. And um, since no two investment portfolios are alike and no two bear markets are identical, it helps to work with the professional who can help you to determine the proper investment strategy. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And obviously, every situation is unique. Everybody's situation is different. And therefore, it calls for a unique solution. Absolutely. And every situation and every solution uh, that, that we provide is tailored to each client that walks into our office. But, you know, that's actually all the time we have for Bear Markets today. Uh, I hope you found this episode useful. And I hope you could feel a little bit more optimistic about riding out the market, whether it's a bear or a bull. I like to picture that. Somebody riding a bear or a bull, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Now, uh, why don't, before we go, let our listeners know one more time how they can get a hold of you uh, to set up that complimentary consultation. Sure thing, Tony. Well, like I said, you can always give me a call at my office at 256-715-0094, or you can uh, find us online at cloudfinancial.com. Uh, we'd love to talk to you and uh, provide you with some tools that can help you feel more uh, safe and secure in retirement. Um, so just give us a call. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Planning for Tomorrow in the 256 with our host, Aaron Howard. Thanks so much, Tony. Looking forward to seeing everybody next week. Thank you for listening to Planning for Tomorrow in the 256. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Aaron Howard at Cloud Financial. Call 256-715-0094 or visit them online at cloudfinancial.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Cloud Investments LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Advisory services are offered by Cloud Investments LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Insurance products and services are offered through Cloud Financial Inc., Cloud Investments LLC, and Cloud Financial Inc. are affiliated companies. Aaron Howard and Cloud Financial Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.